0: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeart Radio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast, George Nori, with you. We've got a great show for you tonight. Let me tell you about our first guest. Olaf Grout is the founder and managing partner of the Cambrian Group. He's also the co-author of Solomon's Code. The other co-author is Mark Nitzberg. He's a professor of strategy and economics at Holt International Business School and executive for the evolving global innovation economy with 20-plus years of experience in corporation, consulting firms, academia. He has helped build new ventures and change management initiatives for employers and clients in energy, technology, aerospace in a number of countries, at least 30-plus. Olaf, welcome to the program. Looking forward to this.
1: It's a pleasure to be with you, George, and with your listeners. Thanks for having me.
0: Artificial intelligence. Give us your definition of what that is.
1: Well, artificial intelligence is essentially, you know, software algorithms that mimic functions of the brain in the most uh, loose, uh, you know, loose way of defining it, right? So what the brain does well is recognize patterns and distill insights for us, right? And based on those insights, we then make decisions. And so AI... Uh, tries to mimic that with very simple structures of algorithms um, and uh and make our lives hopefully easier and better
0: are you are you hopeful with AI or are you a little skittish
1: you know we're 're and i am a, a net optimist uh you know at the end of the day it'll i think it'll lead to better lives and richer lives and and more growth in the economy and and in society but you know there's there 's big drawbacks and big pitfalls as well so We're optimistic, but we're critically optimistic.
0: I had a story on last week where um, Uber was found really not culpable, Uber the car company, not culpable of a car, driverless car that ran over a woman in Arizona, Olaf. Um, They had a guy in the car, Uber did, but he wasn't obviously paying attention, but the car itself was driverless. That's artificial intelligence, isn't it?
1: Well, it's artificial intelligence, but it also tells you that, you know, as we interact with artificial intelligence, we can't completely abdicate our responsibility, right? So it's, it's a, I think it's a fallacy to assume that the machine will get everything right and we can just sit back and let it happen, and that obviously backfired in this case. So, uh, you know, it's one of the big lessons we have to learn as we engage in this, uh, you know, this cognitive future, as we say, with artificial intelligence as as a partner to our human decision making
0: I was getting my car repaired last week so the dealership gave me a lease car it was a Volvo they were letting me use and uh, that's what it's the only thing they had in their inventory and I have never driven a car like that and I was in it and somewhere along the line on the freeway somebody decided to stop and so this car I was in decided on its own I better stop too And though it was not an accident situation or anything like that, it freaked me out because it started breaking before I did. It took over, basically. And I've never been in a situation like that before. I mean, how far will artificial intelligence go?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a a good question, right? Artificial intelligence doesn't really understand us yet and how we make decisions. The scientists are trying to teach it that. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a really wickedly complex thing to do because, you know, humans all have different goals and values and ways of making decisions, right? You, George, might make decisions about, you know, how close to, uh, you know, drive to another car in front of us than, than, than I do. And, uh, and AI will eventually have to pick up those preferences because otherwise, you know, as you say, right, people get freaked out. Um, and, and that's not yet happened. So there's still a lot of sort of rough negotiation between us and these algorithms.
0: What would you say are the great aspects of artificial intelligence which would convince you it's the right way to go?
1: Well, you know, if we just stick with traffic, right, and with with autonomous driving, you know, um, uh, computer vision, uh, jointly with with LiDAR and, and, you know, laser radar and, and artificial intelligence algorithms can see miles ahead, right, and it can link up with other cars that are further ahead of us and you know, develop sort of a traffic picture for us that, you know, the human eye and the human brain can't possibly grasp with all, without all those tools. So that's a good thing because eventually we'll be able to avoid a lot of accidents and have fewer traffic jams and be less aggravated in traffic and, and spend less energy on it, right? And so that's all good. And, and, and of course, there's lots of promising developments in AI and healthcare. Uh, AI and education, uh, heck, we can even use AI to uh, understand climate change better or things like food crises, right, uh, by modeling all these very complex uh, interconnections. So there's lots of great horizons out there if we get it right, but that's a big if.
0: Well, that's true. We'll talk about that if tonight, uh, Olaf. I'll tell you, one of the things I really like about AI, especially with the kind of uh, hours I keep, uh, a lot of times in the wee hours when you're driving home, you come across, you come up to a red light, and there are no cars there. There's no cars. I shouldn't have a red light. In the old days, you had to wait for that red light to cycle, and it could be three to four minutes. Now, they know you're there. Something, somebody, somebody knows you're there, and the light turns green right away. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's smarter traffic management, right? It's one of the big promises, and you know, you add quantum computing into the mix, and we can model all kinds of really tricky, complex systems in our, in our everyday life. So, yeah, there's some really cool horizons out there.
0: Where does social media fit into this?
1: Well, you know, social media is a really tricky thing, right? So on one hand, we all, we all like it because it does enable us to connect to people much more easily. And if we're honest, right, how often do we really call these friends on, the, on our regular phones now it's much easier to keep up with people. And AI helps with that, right? AI understands who's who and how we relate to them and, and, um, uh, and, and hopefully get us a bit closer to these people. But it can also do the exact opposite. It can drive us apart. And that's really what's been happening uh, if you think about uh, the last election, right? And uh, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily one political direction or another. These, these algorithms are designed to play to, you know, our current preferences, right? So if they know that you have a certain preference for certain types of entertainment or certain types of politics, uh, it'll keep sending you messages that play to those interests and drive you further into a corner, right? And and then automatically you start, you know, seeing the differences between you and other people, and that's driving us apart, right? Instead of bringing us closer together and seeing, seeing the world through each other's eyes, we... We get only enforced, reinforced to, to see the world through our own pre-existing uh, mindsets, right? So that's, that's really difficult. That's really tricky on a very large scale. You think about it. You know, Facebook has 2 billion subscribers worldwide. So you release a piece of code that goes to tens, hundreds of millions or, or even billions of people. Uh, It can do some real damage out there. It can do do some real good, but also some real damage.
0: It it sure can. Now, we hear a lot about fake news these days. And, you know, I, I will admit that there's some fake news out there that has been infiltrating us, that has been snuck into the deal here to make us think it's real. Part of what the president has said about fake news is accurate. Some of it is not. Not everything is fake news. The problem is for people who really aren't on the inside, how do they know what's fake and what isn't?
1: Hey, that's a fantastic question, George. And, you know, frankly, we're all struggling with that, and we're trying to figure this out at Cambrian as well, where we're trying to build tools that people can use to really figure out what, what is the, what's the truth here, what's the reality, who is who, right? Even just understanding what people's identities are. Right now you have these sophisticated AI bots that can represent to be somebody that they're actually not. They're, they're just a piece of software. But you think they're a person because they can near perfectly mimic uh, a real human being, right, which is, which is what we call deep fake. Um, and it's, it's really tricky, if not impossible, for the average human being, for the average citizen to figure out, you know, what's behind those bots. So, you know, it's a brave new world, and we've got to give people some tools to really figure that out.
0: Have we gone too far, Olaf? Should we go back to the simpler days?
1: You know, George, it's it's always we always have sort of a, a certain type of romanticism to you know things being easier or better decades or even hundreds of years ago. And you know, when you look at you know where we are today with regard to poverty levels, crime levels, uh, uh, you know, people dying, child, uh, you know, child mortality, and things like that the world is a better place today than it was, you know, 100 years ago. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm of the opinion that, uh, you know, we rarely have stopped technology thrusts, right, So, of major technology trends, uh, even when they have wreaked havoc on societies. But we found a way to shape them, right, to make sure that, uh, you know, some big cataclysm, some big catastrophe doesn't happen. And I'm confident that we'll do this again here. So, no, I think... The way forward is just that. It's forward, not backward. But we got to get on top of this thing for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.